Hello and welcome to Writing Today. In this episode, I'm going to be ending off the year with a sort of recap and a update on what's to come in the next year. Uh, this is about writing, procrastination, and writing goals for 2022. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to leave a like, and if you haven't already, subscribe so that we will be notified for future episodes. With that said, let's begin. 2021 has been an interesting year for writers. Whether you call it order or chaos, it has its ups and downs that made it something unique and challenging. One of the greatest challenges, however, is the challenge to overcome procrastination and get as much writing done as possible. It's a challenge every year, but with these new circumstances we all find ourselves in, did you sink or swim? Let's talk about it. First, let's discuss the surge in new writers. If you have been following the writing communities as I have, you have no doubt seen a rise in released books and new writers. It's safe to say that the past two years have done so much to push people to take up writing. Perhaps it's due to tough times pushing them to do more, or perhaps it's the lockdowns that have encouraged them to take up writing. Whatever the reason, it's been a great time to be a writer, as the number of readers has also increased. While it has been a great time for new writers, experienced writers, curiously enough, have found the past two years to be lacking in inspiration. I think this underlines the fact that some writers need to have more open, sociable lives to inspire them, while others need to cut these many distractions from their life if they are to write consistently. Of course, we all need to get out and enjoy life as much as possible, if not for our writing, for our health. Yet, it has been an experience that has helped writers understand who they are and what they require to feel inspired. As for my work and observations on 2021, the past two years haven't done much to affect me or my workflow. I generally have my ups and downs no matter the situation. Yet, I also don't lead the most sociable life, so my lifestyle changes were minimal. The past year I've taken to doing book reviews just to add variety to my website and channel. It's allowed me to approach reading with a writer's mindset, analysing a writer's style and plot, learning little more than if I were to simply read a novel as a reader. I've also taken to writing a lot more and more off time. I wrote in the last month a rough draft of my next book, pushing myself to write more than I normally do. My goal was to write 3000 words a day until it was done. After I passed the 100,000 mark, I decided enough is enough as I felt burnout building quickly. It was a straining experience, but still an enjoyable one. I challenged myself, but I also got a lot done. The feeling of progress was more than enough to keep me going, and I was happy with the results, as ugly as they were in the first draft. I'm happy to say that 2021 has been my most productive year as far as work and writing goes. Now, my short story podcasts. In addition to my book reviews, I've also taken to converting my short stories into audio stories, which I post on my podcast channel, as well as YouTube with handy subtitles for those who like to read along. It was something that became a part of my daily schedule and I worked to keep the habit. I was most pleased to see that it benefited my following as well, my subscribers on YouTube doubling since I started. Of course, once I catch up with my currently posted stories, I will then tone down my posts to once a week when I write my Monday short stories. 
Speaking of stories, some of you might have noticed the return of Dread. For the readers who enjoy my horror thriller writing, this must have been a happy sight. Dread is a project of mine where I write higher quality stories of a dark nature. These stories take more time to make but are ultimately worth it, as I give myself a higher word count and plenty of time to write them. Dread is then edited and improved so their final versions can be put in the next volume of the Dread book series. These stories are also coupled with the amazing artworks my wife, Antonia Dewey, creates for them. A new season of Dread stories is on the way as well. Now, about procrastination. To keep up with my usual work and create more content for the website and channel, I've had to really look into what keeps me from my work. What it came down to was separating my relaxed time from unnecessary distractions. I found it easy in the past to look at a distraction as a necessary evil, as I needed to balance out work with play. Otherwise, I would feel crippling burnout, my work would become forced and low quality, everything would be less rather than more, and it would affect me mentally and emotionally to see such sorry results. The way I separated the relaxation time from the wasted time was by setting a firmer schedule for when I worked and when I didn't. This meant treating my work like a real business, setting off days, work times, etc. By doing this, I kept my interest in work high and my guilt when not working low. I didn't face any burnout this year, which I found to be an achievement in itself. Of course, this is a technique that anyone can employ. It means consciously studying how you feel when you work and when you don't. Deciding what times work best and the length of that time. It is then taking into consideration what really relaxes you and what distracts you from your work. You'll always end up working more than relaxing, but you'll still feel like the time is well balanced. If I was to turn this experience into a metaphor, think of it as a river starting to form. The water cascades down a hill, splitting off in various directions, and it looks like chaos in the beginning. Then, with time, the mainstream begins to appear. With a few tributaries, then the real flow is established. When you constantly find yourself distracted or feeling overworked, it means you are still in that chaotic first stage, but as the balance is found, the river reaches its final form. If done right, you'll feel a routine start to develop, good habits are made, the flow is established. From then on, procrastination is easy to avoid, as you float down this river of your own making. Well, that's a long-winded metaphor, and as per usual, my standard for metaphors, probably a bad one too. Yet, I do feel I got my point across, and I hope it helps you in some way. Now, what about my goals for 2022? After Christmas, I took some time to gather my thoughts and aspirations. Looking to the future is something I always do, but it is time to do it more seriously. I made a list of goals, which I feel are attainable with a lot of effort but leave me with plenty of opportunities to fall short. In my mind, I think these are good goals, as I still show progress no matter what. With that said, my writing goals are simple. Write more books, publish more books. I made a list of fiction books to write, edit, publish. I set fair time slots to get them done. By the same token, I've done the same thing with my work, my other projects, and my personal goals as well. These are goals that I will look to whenever I find myself in between projects or simply wanting to do something else than the current project I'm working on. 
I do hope that you have set yourself some goals that emphasize your desire to improve in whatever field interests you. Of course, the writer in me hopes that one of those goals has something to do with writing. And with that, this short little update and recap has come to an end. If you enjoyed and want to check out any of my work that I've done this year, you can find it all on my website, thependsleuth.com, or you can check out my YouTube channel, Matthew Dewey, where I have all my videos and podcast stories for you to watch or listen to. With that said, I'll see you in the next episode. Happy holidays and happy new year.